Thank you so much for joining us on tonight on Kingdom Authority. I am your host, Reverend Dancia Jones-Morris, and guess what night it is? It is the night for biblical scandals with Coach Tim. Yes, that's right. Yeah. On tonight, I'm excited about what God is doing. I'm excited about the fact that he is our God. He's our great counselor. And on tonight, we're going to focus on something regarding about the family on tonight. And so, as you know, we've been talking about the family over the past few weeks, and we're going to continue on. Got a little twist on here tonight, and so I want to just bring Coach Tim on, but let's pray, and then we're going to get right into tonight. Father, we thank you. We bless you, and we praise you for such a time as this. We thank you for being our God, our protector, our shield, Thank you for being the creator of the family. And Father, we thank you for every mother, father, sister, brother, every cousin, aunt, uncle, grandparents, father, grandchildren. We thank you for them. Now, God, help us to bind together in brotherly love, Father, knowing that there's some things that are going to happen in the family. But Father, in the end, you keep the family together. And so, God, as we go into this particular lesson, I pray in the name of Jesus that people will get something out of it, Lord, that will just thrust them into their into their territory where they can operate in authority. God, we thank you, O oh Lord, that you've given us gifts so that we can operate with kingdom authority in our territory. And we honor you on tonight. We bless you. We praise you. Thank you for the gifting in Coach Tim, Father. And I pray in the name of Jesus that you enlarge her territory in a great way, Father. Thank you for taking her throughout the land and also throughout the world. So in the name of Jesus, I pray for each and every listener on tonight that their eyes will be open, the scales will be dropped from their eyes, and Lord, that their ears will be open and their heart is ready to receive your word. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you again Amen. for joining on tonight. It's such a privilege. Um, I want to be in y'all nowhere and the people you keep making comments about her. So I hope you're joining on tonight. Um, this is, we will have no callers. We won't have anyone um, texting in or anything like this. I just want to make sure you understand this is pre-recorded. And so we thank you um, for joining us and just listening in on tonight. I want to bring Coach Tim on just real briefly, and we're going to talk about a couple of things. I want her to say the title because she says it's so sweet. So Coach Tim, you there? I am. I am. Thank you so much for having me on. Um, I truly do enjoy and appreciate the opportunity um, to speak with you all. Um, again, my name is Coach Tim. I am a motivational coach. I try to help people find their tomorrow. Um, there are so many things that we put off saying that we're going to do it tomorrow. We'll do it later. And then you look up five years later and that tomorrow has never taken place. So my job mm. is to inspire um, and to motivate Try mm. to get you to pull whatever it is out of you, um, get that to a place of fruition so that you are truly walking out in your purpose. We are talking about family this month, and when I looked at family, um, the family that came to mind, the biblical family, um, I looked at Isaac and Rebecca with Jacob and Esau, and um, I think the reason why I was drawn to them is because it was so obvious how they, as parents, p 
picked uh, a particular son, and they loved this son more than the other. Each of them, I think Rebecca loved Jacob, Isaac loved Esau, and because of that, they they pitted their sons against each other. Um, mm-hmm. And those of you that know the story, um, it, it didn't work out too well for 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 either of them um, right. when it comes to when it comes to how how their family was was formed and the strength in their family. The two of them pitting, being pitted up against each other, it almost destroyed their family at one point. Um, so they are who I who I pull to speak from. The title of of today is "Grind Like a Villain." Mm. Grind like a villain. If you think of a villain, I don't care what villain it is you think of. Um, villains are always, always planning. They're always plotting. They're always working. They have a goal in mind. And I don't care what that goal is. I don't care who told them that that wasn't going to happen or it's not going to happen. Their their mission is to get that person out of their way so that they can accomplish their goal. I need all of us to get to a place to where we truly want to grind like a villain, get Mm. focused, and don't let anything stop you. Um, today came out of Genesis, uh, so Genesis 29, um, Genesis 25, I apologize, is the story of Jacob and Esau. I wanted to talk about um, him selling out his birthright first, but I didn't want to jump in. wanted to make sure you didn't have anything you wanted to touch on before I kept going to stand here. No, I really enjoyed that topic because mm-hmm. um, I know you're going to get into it, but I, I just think that the when you were talking about focus, that's that's the that's the point that we just need to drive home is that focus point so you just keep going okay i'll keep going uh genesis 25 and 29 it says once when jacob was cooking some stew esau came in from the open country famished he said to jacob quick let me have some of the red that red stew i am famished um that is why he is also called edom jacob replied first sell me your birthright look i'm about to die esau said what good is a birthright to me? But Jacob said, swear to me first. So he swore an oath to him, selling his birthright to Jacob. Then Jacob gave Esau some bread and some lentil stew. He ate and drank and then got up and left. So Esau despised his birthright. Mm. Grind like a villain. When you look at the beginning of, of the scriptures, it doesn't say that Jacob was was making um, with the intention of of claiming his brother's birthright on that day. It just says once when Jacob was making stew, as if this was an everyday thing, um, Esau just happened to to be that desperate on that particular day. But note that the first thing that Jacob did when he asked him for some stew, because he had a goal in mind, was sell me your birthright. We have to get to a place that whatever your goal is, whatever your end game is, that's always constantly on your mind so that when there's an opportunity, when the opportunity presents itself, you're able to work. You're able to, to jump on it. You're able to get right in. Uh, my mother has a saying that says, stay ready. You're ready for it. Yeah. So we do. Yeah. We have to get to a place to where we're ready for an opportunity because eventually it's going to come. But are mm-hmm. you going to be ready to step in and take advantage of that opportunity? And that's so key. And and making sure we reach our goal and and in operating our territory. Um, you often remind me about focusing, which means to put our attention and all of our efforts towards something. And when we do that, yeah. we can't help but reach the goal because all our attention and efforts 
we're not on all this stuff that's around us. I mean, we're probably aware, but it's not so focused on it. So we're not gonna get misdirected and off the beaded path. Right. And if you do, that's, that's why we have coaches to get you back on. So coaching, I'm not a coach because I'm an expert in everything. I'm simply a coach because I'm here to remind you of how important you are to yourself, how oh, important good. your goals are. It's so easy to get, um, to get your focus lost in the everyday. It's mm -hmm. so easy to get so caught up with everything else that you have to do that we forget to put ourselves first. That's all that coaching does. It's just a reminder. Hey, how are you doing? Hey, where are you at? Hey, mm -hmm. what are we doing right now? And so that's that's really, really what coaching is. I don't know who, I was going to say, I don't know who Jacob's coach was, lies. Rebecca was his coach. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> <laughs> Rebecca was his coach because when he didn't see an opportunity, she said, babe, let me tell you what's about to happen. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Link up with a coach. Link up with a coach. Seriously. And so, um, Further down in the story, I'm jumping now, um, but since I done threw her out there, I think Rebecca, talk about Rebecca in uh, 27 when um, Isaac, he's, he's on his deathbed and he's ready to bless um, his son Esau. And um, he says, go out and hunt and bring me back, bring me back your game and prepare a stew and I'm going to bless you. And Rebecca knew all of this, so she said, look, Jacob, I'm going to need you to dress up as your brother. I'm going to make some stew. And that way you can get the blessing that was originated for him. So he had a coach. Make sure you got somebody in your corner that has your end game in mind. Mm. So that if there happens to be an opportunity that you don't see, they got you covered. Wow. I, I'm just saying. That's what you are for me because you um, – when I get off track, I don't know if many of you know this or some of you know this that listen in, but Coach Tim is my coach to help me um, in releasing the things that God has put in me and envisioned in me. It is important for all of us to have a coach. I can't stress this enough. I really can't. It is important for us all to have a coach that can think practically, realistically, and methodically, all of those things in order to help you um, in order to help you achieve your goal. It's not the person that tells you everything to do. They just help guide you on the path that you said you wanted to go in the first place. That's it. That you said. That's the key. This is, this is what you said. Right. <laughs> so I'm here to motivate you to get to where you said you wanted to be. Mm -hmm. But you have to be willing to put the work in. You have to be willing to grind like a villain. Like a villain. Love we'll it. Go back. Um, Jacob and Esau. Um, another thing I want to point out is, um, so we're going to go back to the beginning. I apologize for the jump. Okay. Um, but when Esau came in famished, um, and Jacob said, look, you sell me a birthright, he was like, what good is it to me? When you sit on the anointing and the gifts that are on your life, when you sit on them, don't um, put them into play, you forget their value. Wow you forget their value, you forget how much they're worth. When you're not working what God has given you, you forget its worth. And then it's real, real easy for you to be um, complacent with it. It's real easy for you to keep it on the back burner. It's real easy for you to just put yourself in a position where it's no longer in you. Mm, mm -hmm. What Jacob did to Esau with regards to selling his birthright was not illegal. 
it was totally legit. He made a trade. Esau decided that his birthright was worth a bowl of stew. I need you to value yourself just a little bit more than that to where you know that you are worth it more than whatever right. anybody has bringing to you trying to get you to sell out what God has given you. Yes. <laughs> I'm Don't sell serious. out. Don't, Don't sell, sell out. out. <laughs> Don't sell out. Because what he's are. given you is for you. Yeah. But what he's given you is also for the people. So somebody else, I say this all the time, somebody needs what you're holding on to. Somebody Wait. needs what you're holding on to. That's good. The, the, and if it, you don't it, want to use it, there's some Jacobs that'll snatch it up. Let me tell you, they will snatch it up. God will always <laughs> have someone in place to for his for his glory vision to be accomplished always. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Always. I promise the Lord ain't going to let you stop his plans. Right. Because you want to sit and be lazy and you don't want to work or because you're full of ideas but have no action to put to it. It's great to say this is what I want to do and this is where I want to be. But if you're not willing to put in the work, just shut up. <laughs> yeah. Just don't even tell nobody. <laughs> Keep it to yourself. If you don't want to put in the work to see that thing come to pass, stop talking about it then. Because, because then it's, it's going to be work. Mm-hmm. Right. It's going to be work. You have to know that. Whatever it is, if it, if it's going to be work. You got to grind like a villain. <laughs> they are always working. Always. Anytime you see a villain, even on the cartoons, you see them down in their layers and they got everything set up in machines and formulas and they're working because they have a goal in mind and they're not going to let anything stop them from that goal. Right. When mm-hmm. Jacob first got here, he's been told his whole life that he would be second. Look, Esau came out first, everything go to Esau. Esau came out first, everything go to Esau. He Mm -hmm. knew this according to man, but he decided that that wasn't good enough for him. So he decided that he was going to make more of himself. He decided not to get comfortable and settle with being mediocre just because that's where man decided that he was going to be. Wow. But did you hear what you said, though? You said that's where man decided where he was going to be. Man (laughs) decided. Man decided. Don't allow man to choose your future. Don't allow man to plan your destiny. Don't allow man to distract you from what God is doing. Regardless Mm. of how Jacob went about it, when it all comes, like, seriously, at the end of the day, we say Abraham, Isaac, and who? We don't say Esau. We don't say Esau. <laughs> you might not agree with his methods, but we don't say Esau. Because <laughs> Jacob was grinding like right. a villain, and Esau was chilling <laughs> and lost everything that, that was supposed to be given to him, according to man. According to man, that's that's something to be said about Esau, because he didn't protect what was his. Right. 
and there and, are and we times, do it all the time yeah all the time so what to whom much is given much is required it requires you to protect whatever god has given you it requires us to cultivate our talents our gifts it requires us to grind. We can't just sit on it. Just because you learn how to play Twinkle Twinkle Little Star, that's not going to take you to Carnegie Hall. <laughs> I promise. I promise. And so cultivate, that's a great, great, great word. Um, it requires cultivation. You have to be willing to, to invest in you and invest in what God has given you. God gives you um, he gives you he gives you talent. He gives you anointing. He gives you gold. He gives you ministry. There's so much in you that he's given you, and that can lay dormant as long as you like it to. Wow. He's given it to you, but whatever you decide to do with it, you decide to do. So if you choose that you don't you don't want to be nothing more than who you are right now, God is like, okay, well, it's up to you. To grind and like so a villain. many of us to grind like a villain, but instead we're we're looking for excuses. We're we're just looking for excuses, and they're out there. Oh my goodness, there's always an excuse as to why you haven't done such and such, or why you're not such and such. There will always be an excuse available. Take me. There will always be an excuse available. <laughs> Always, always. <laughs> I just pictured a little excuse just yelling, raising his hand. Ooh, pick me, pick me. There will always <laughs> be excuses that fit the situation. It's when you decide to look beyond those excuses. You push beyond them and just say, look, I'm about to grind. I'm about to get it together. I'm about to sit down and actually formulate a plan. I'm going to set a date. I'm going to have this done by this time. Because I truly believe that God has given me this, and I'm not going to let it go to waste. I'm tired of being an Esau. Wow. I'm tired of not valuing what God has given me. I'm tired of not cultivating the gift, and I'm mm. on the edge of losing it. You're on the edge of losing it. Anything losing that you don't it? work? Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Again? Anything that you don't work on, that you don't consistently develop, you eventually lose. Everything ain't like a bike. My daughter used to be able to have a whole conversation in Spanish. Right now, she can't tell me what no means in Spanish. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) Because we stopped using it. Mhm, mhm, mhm. Because I stopped pouring into her in that area of her life, yeah. and so it got so dormant to where now it is no longer existent. So, how do people stay motivated to continue to do these types of things? Like, you know, um, what what are some things, practical things they can do? Um, sitting down, so you know me and my SMART goals, uh, but mm-hmm. sitting down and preparing an actual SMART goal um, and with a SMART goal, because it's, it's time sensitive. So it says you're going to get this done by this time. And then strategically saying, this is what I'm going to do by this date to get to here. It's setting um, healthy habits 
making sure that every day you pour this amount of time into you, making mm-hmm. sure that every week you're working towards getting to where you want to go, making sure that your off time is on time for you. Wow. Jacob was on off time. He was in the kitchen cooking. That was off time. <laughs> his opportunity came during his off time. So if he wasn't on it, you know what I mean? Seriously, he would have missed that opportunity. Right. Mm. Making sure that you are always focused on where it is you're trying to go, which means that that has to be, it has to truly be something that you really want. So you can't, you can't step into something halfway and think you're going to get to the other side, because if it's not something that truly drives you, it's, you're not going to push yourself enough. You're not going to want to grind. Instead, you're going to want to complain. Instead, you're going to continue to compare what you have to what everyone else has or or when they were at your spot. But when you are focused, I promise villains don't say, well, the Joker was here at this point. No, they're not comparing themselves to other villains. Right. They said, this is where where I'm trying to get to. Right. Mm -hmm. That's all that matters. So whatever I got to do to get there, I don't care who told them no, who said this is why you shouldn't do it. They have made up in their mind, I'm going to accomplish this right here. And no matter how many times they get stopped, look, sometimes no matter how many times they die, (laughs) right? (laughs) they still get up with the same goal in mind. Right. Which means they don't let things stop them. They don't let people stop them. They don't let circumstances or situations stop them. And that's that's real life. Just because you Mm -hmm. said this is what you're going to do doesn't mean that it's going to be easy. Sometimes, okay, so I thought this was going to work. It didn't. So we have to come up with another plan. We have to come up with a new strategy, a new way, a new approach. And so you have to be prepared just because just because God has given you something doesn't mean it's going to fall into your lap. Doesn't mean oh you're going my. to get it right the first time. And so many times maybe we'll put ourselves out there and that first time it didn't work, so we just throw in the towel. We gotta keep going we have back. To want it more. Yeah, yes, we gotta ma'am. keep going back. Though when I think of villains too, just thinking of all the different shows I've watched and even cartoons. Um, action, action, um, movies, and so forth. They could be one leg, one eye, half an arm. Yep. I mean, they just keep going. <laughs> they do. They don't care what their circumstances are. They yeah. are still. This is what they're gonna get done, and I'm not right. gonna stop until I see it. Right. It's and it's just like the enemy. It's what. The enemy knows his end already, but does he stop? Nope. <laughs> because the enemy has to, he's got a plan. He's got a goal. His goal is to take you down. Right. And every day he gets up with new strategies, with new methods. Right. And he's on his game mm-hmm. every single day. He got a new plan. All right, this time I'm trip her up today. Right. This is what we're going to throw out today. Right. And instead of us being in a position of being prepared or being in a position where we're That's ready good. for battle, we walk That's around good. like we're victims, just waiting for something. You know what I mean? We don't even place ourselves properly, set ourselves up properly. We're not prayed up. We're not fasted. We're not 
practicing, we're not doing, um, we're not studying, we're not doing what we need to do to make sure that we are fully covered. That's good. And then uh -huh. we get upset and we get frustrated when we stumble. The devil we is always on his game. Always. We haven't prepared. There's nothing. Right. And that's and that's why, guys, I'm going to say this again. And that's why it's important to have a life coach. I mean, this, this think about this practically. It's important to have that because especially a spirit-filled, Holy Spirit-filled life coach will take you into areas unknown. I'm telling you, you just have to, one that can mix the practical with the spirit, that's powerful. It's powerful. And, and not to say that um, you, you, um, you know, you, you can never do it. It just is easier with one. I'm going to tell you that now. It's just easier with one. So why not? Why not? And, and, and it doesn't necessarily have to be a life coach, but you have to have someone in your life that's willing to partner with you, that's willing to grow with you, that's willing to push you. And that can be dedicated to you, someone that you don't have to worry about them being distracted with their own life and with their own stuff, to where they got you when you need to be had. Someone that can check in with you on a routine basis. So it doesn't. It doesn't have to be a life coach. It doesn't have to be a coach. Doesn't. Yeah, but it makes things makes things a lot easier when you have when you have a mentor, when you have a leader, when you have someone that's got your best interest in mind and has your goals. Um, on their plate also. That's good. That's good. So if you want to operate in authority, you, you, you have to you have to make sure you're operating with your giftings, um, the talents, the um, even, you know, whatever God can use that you have prepared for whatever you say, what path you want to go down. It's just so important if you want to take authority in your territory. And, and, and the way to do that, you got to grind that what I've learned in this past year and a half, I have to be resilient about what I need done. I've come across, and I'm just going to be a little bit transparent. I've come across so many, um, obstacles in finalizing this book. And I, <laughs> and I just came across another one last week, y'all last week the deadline for it to be out this year and it comes across last week and I'm like what just happened again you know but you got to be resilient so I just made up in my mind I'm taking this day off this is what I'm going to do and I worked through it <laughs> this week you grinding <laughs> you just grinding. yeah you just got to do it and you reserve the right to get upset a little bit you reserve the right to if you want to sit down and not finish it you know that's you but don't get mad don't get mad at the other people because you decided I'm just going to stop grinding. You, you can't, right. but you reserve the right to also make a mistake and get back up. That's what grind is about. Grinding doesn't necessarily mean that you don't feel, um, what is it? Help me out, Tim, that you don't feel like, you know, uh, you got it all together. Grinding don't definitely doesn't feel like you never make a mistake. It just means you have enough tenacity to push through it. Man, exactly. It's the exact opposite. There. It's the exact opposite. It means that right. when you fall, you get back up. You decide not to lay there, not to stay in that position. 
That's we talked about kingdom authority. It's you chose to take authority over that situation. Wow. Take authority over your life, and instead instead of laying in it, you talked about um, not being upset with anyone else. A lot of the times, something will we'll get a we'll get an idea. And somebody else will walk that thing out because we slept on it. And then you want to be mad at that other person. (laughs) How dare you be mad at somebody else for putting their grind in because you didn't feel like it. Right. Because at the end of the day, that's what it all comes down to. You didn't feel like it. You didn't feel like putting in the work. So now someone else is reaping the benefits of your vision. of your dream because you didn't want to put it to work. Right, and you may Jacob have. could have just as easily said, you know what, all right, I'm just going to be second then. Mm-hmm. I'm just good with being second. And I don't feel like doing the extra work. But because he grinded, because he put the work in, because he was ready at all times, because he had Coach Rebecca, <laughs> We now say Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Jacob. Because <laughs> if it wasn't for Coach Rebecca, <laughs> That's I'm hilarious. just saying. That's I'm hilarious. Just saying. So really, I and I know it. that I'm. <laughs> sometimes I seem a little redundant because I'm I'm pushing and I'm. I'm preaching the same thing over and over again, but really that's 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 what I've been called to do. So I call myself the vision pusher um, because I truly believe that there are too many visions that are being lost. There are too many people that have just settled with mediocre, that are just okay. And even if they don't say they're okay, their actions say they're okay. I want I want all of this wasted potential to, to seriously cease. And so that's how I got into this um, because I was surrounded with a bunch of wasted potential. There are too many people that were connected to me that that had not um, put themselves in position to where they can get to their end game. There were too many Esau's that was just chilling that didn't take what they had in them um, for the value that it was, didn't see the gift that God had truly given them. God has given everybody something. Everybody has something. Everybody has something, yeah, yeah. and it might not be your goal to be an entrepreneur or to be an editor or to be a an author or to be a ministry. It, it's Everybody's got something, so don't look at what the next person is doing and try to compare yourself to that. Don't look at the next person and try to find your gifts or place your gifts um, in their box. Mm. Don't allow anyone else to stuff you inside their box. Don't allow anyone else to tell you that this is what you cannot do and this is as far as you can go because that's what they told Jacob. Wow. His whole life, that's what they told him. This is as far as you will go. This is as far as you will go. So he had a choice. He could either choose to believe it or choose to prove everybody wrong. Man, that's good. But the latter took work. Man, that's good. That's work. good. That's good. And we know like it a... wasn't by happenstance because um, because when you when you look at the story with Jacob in the stew, because that was the first thing that he said, okay, well, tell me your birthright. That means that he was planning. 
It was already at the forefront of his mind. At all times, Jacob was trying to figure out how he was going to get around this little situation that man had put on him. Mm. You have to always be working towards your end game in some way. And so I'm not saying burn yourself out, but I'm saying make yourself, put yourself on the list. Start investing in you like you invest in everything else. Because we see that Jacob's investment pulled off. It paid yeah. off. So at the end of the story, we see Jacob and Esau, they doing all right. They finally got stuff back together regardless of the mess that Rebecca and Isaac had created as far as pitting them against each other. Um, they got themselves together, and they're both in a good place, but Jacob on top. <laughs> oh, wow. Because Jacob was willing to put that grind in. Yeah. Wow. I love it. I love it. Do you have any last words? Because um, if, if I'm going to be honest, if people don't get this one, <laughs> uh-huh. this is a simple one. Simple. <laughs> simple i mean i just got a little extra extra push just from this you know y'all we can't sit on this stuff no more and i'm gonna talk to some of the listeners in my area y'all know who you are and you know where you are so boom um we are in a area of retirement that doesn't mean that that's for those who have already worked. If you have not put in the work, get yourself up. You're not retired, boo. (laughs) You're tired, but you're not retired. (laughs) And you might not be so tired if you you were working in the right area. That's all down. That's good right there. (laughs) If you didn't settle. That you're grinding in too. (laughs) Right. Right, because we do. We get up and we grind every day for somebody. Uh huh. You've been assigned to a position or been assigned to a job, and you say, "Okay, well, this is where I'm going to be, and this is where I'm going to give all of my energy and all of my time." And when it comes time for you, you're, you're done. You're spent. Wow. Choose to be a Jacob. Choose to put the work in. Yeah. And watch the benefits. You can look through the story, and I'm not saying that Jacob didn't have some hard times. Um, and Jacob didn't have to go through. I think part of that is because of how Jacob chose to grind. <laughs> Man, that's So in good. the beginning, he was legit. The whole little, we're going to swap the suit for the birthright, that was totally legal. Him stealing his brother's blessings was a whole nother thing. And so <laughs> he had to go through some stuff because that's how he chose to get it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Choose wisely, but go get it. Right. Go get it. And although he made mistakes, although he was deceitful, although he did, he walked some thin lines, the Lord didn't hold that against him. You still talk about Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Jacob. So go be a Jacob. Grind like a villain. Don't think like a villain, but grind like a villain. (laughs) That's where he messed up. (laughs) That's where he messed up. He got the typo. Don't think like a villain. Grind like a villain. 
Mm-hmm. So we're not we're not here to to put our brothers and sisters down. So going back to family, I think there's so many times that there's competition um, within the family. We don't want to create that atmosphere to where we're pitting um, family members against family. I promise there is enough um, kingdom building to be done to where everybody got something that they need to be doing. That's know that good. everyone's gifts are different. Everyone's specialty is different. Um, cultivate what you have. And know that just because you don't have what someone else has and someone else doesn't have what you have doesn't make them any better. It just means their area is different. Their area of work is different. Their area of focus is different. So if we would get to a better place family-wise of pushing each other, kingdom-wise of pushing each other, of of becoming pushers all the way around, um, Desiree of um, IMU360, she calls them change agents. If we would do a better job of being individual change agents, Think about how how much better the world would be. Think about how much stronger the kingdom would be if we would just truly just push ourselves to be better and push ourselves to to get these things done. So that is it. That's really all I've got. It's just another get up and get it done, or shut up and stop talking about it. That's that's oh. kind of where I am right now. If we're gonna Ooh. do it, let's do it. If you're not trying to do it, then just hush. Just hush. <laughs> I'm with you. That's for me too. That's for me too. I appreciate that. Listen, y'all, this is Coach Tim. Um, Biblical scandals. You're going to get something out of the Bible. It may not be the way you think you want to see it, but you're going to get something (laughs) out of it from her. I'm telling you, the, the Lord works with her to bring out stuff and it's amazing. So I am, um, I don't know if you wanted to pray, if you want me to pray for those so that that we can get this grind on. No, ma'am, you can go ahead and pray. I'll say amen. (laughs) So, Father, we just thank you, Lord. We thank you for um, showing us what area we need to operate in, showing us where we need to go, Father, and you guiding us. We We are here to trust every step of this, Lord. Help us to trust every step of this, knowing that we don't know every step, but Lord, help us to to really yield to you, Father, and help us to put in the work to really grind to do the things that you would have us to do, Father. And you said, Lord, that we, if we delight ourselves in you, you will give us the desires of our heart. And so on this day, I pray that you give someone's heart's desires, Lord, of where they want to go and And I pray that this blesses them, Lord, but let them delight themselves in you first, God. I pray right now that the things that are spoken um, from Coach Tim, Lord, that they will be a blessing to those who are in need, that they will adhere to this, this, this Bible study, Father, is really what it is. And I thank you for the revelation that you have given through this, through Coach Tim, so that we can we can press toward doing what you've already gifted us to do and ordained us to do. So thank you, oh God, for this opportunity. I pray for ears to be open, eyes to see, and for hearts to be um, open as well, Father, so that our bodies can go do what we need to do for you and you get the glory in Jesus' name. So Coach Tim, I thank you again for being on on this wonderful last Sunday of October. 
Oh, it's such a blessing. Getting ready to go into another month, y'all. That's time of year. People going to start doing gifts and trying to be all lovey-dovey and everything through gifts and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Which we should have been doing all year long, you know. All minus year long. Yeah, minus the gifts. Just love each other. Minus the gifts. Okay. Just messing with y'all. Y'all do what you need to do. But remember the season that's coming up. It is not about us. It is about him. Um, I'm excited because next week we will have on the great apostle and prophet Tigney. Apostle and prophet Tigney yeah. will be on. We'll be taking your calls on next week. You want to ask questions about marriage? Next week is the week questions about marriage so check us out on our facebook say your facebook site please coach tim it's just coach tim there you go you find so, me at coach tim um, you can find me on instagram at uh, the vision pusher so you've heard it directly from her vision pusher and you can also see me on dancia jones morris um on facebook i can't wait until you all hear what's going to happen next week it's going to be extremely powerful and it's going to heighten um, i believe marriages throughout this nation and throughout this world so tune in you know a married couple you know someone struggling you better have them call in because i'm telling you they're going to get some heavenly and practical insights on next week and we want to flood them with questions y'all we want to flood them with questions um, thank you so much for joining again. I am your host, Reverend Dancia Jones-Morris. This is Kingdom Authority, and I want to say to you, God bless you. It's time to grind. Have a good night. Good night. Bye-bye.